1: Steeplechasing.
2: Sounds like a name that might be given for running down certain streets in the Bible Belt that are lined with every denomination of church you can think of. But meet us at the table to hear more about the origins of a steeplechase. I'm Lainey,
0: and I'm Barbara, and we are Steel Magnolias the strength of steel, with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations
2: about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull
0: up a chair. Welcome back to the Steel Magnolias podcast. We hope that you're having a good week so far. Thanks for coming to the table with us. Yes, I will say, I wasn't planning to say this, but... If you want to connect with us more, we have a newsletter that we send out monthly, and we have an active Instagram account. So I will have both of those links in our show notes if you would like just a little bit more pictures or sort of tidbits from us from week Jump to week. Jump on there. Yeah. So I can safely say the word steeplechase is not something that I've thought about before. And it is a very strange word.
2: It is a funny word. And... Yeah, I don't know that I ever had either. I mean, I think I had thought that's a funny word, but never, like, dug in, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: So, well, we're going to get into some specific races later, but I think I thought that since Nashville has a steeplechase race that's very popular here, that it was sort of a word just...
2: Just for here? For this race. Okay. So not true. No, I knew that there were others. I've never been to any of the others. Only the Iroquois here in Nashville. yes. But um, yeah, that's, it's a thing. Steeple chasing is a thing. So yeah,
0: where did that word come from for so, real? Okay, so like it's your my intro.
2: understanding from, from digging into this, hunting is like a direct ancestor of steeple chasing. Yes. And so in that hunting world, especially like fox hunting world, they would be on horseback mm-hmm. and you know, with the letting the hounds out or, you know, to go on a fox hunt. Mm-hmm. And then oftentimes, this is, as I read it, um, the way the word came about is they would race to landmarks,
0: which makes sense, which there's... makes
2: perfect sense. And church steeples are the highest thing in the city. So it was, you know, a race to the steeple.
0: Yes. Steeple to steeple. Yeah. And it makes total sense because a lot of skylines that you see, you can recognize a steeple. You're right. It's the highest point, especially in this time period before skyscrapers. That's right. right. And I
2: just love that about an old city, an old little small town or something. That really was the concept of we want to be the highest. we yes. you know the church wanted to people to be able to see it. Yeah, so they could come.
0: Right. So often easily find. Oftentimes it. on a hill or a hilltop or that's the, right. Yeah, it would be the highest point. So not necessarily so even building the highest point, but putting it actually up Where on the highest landscape. Yeah, yeah. So riders would have to jump through obstacles in an Irish countryside that were like naturally there stone wall well not naturally there man-made too but yeah but there's
2: stone walls everywhere yeah uh
0: fences ditches
2: they got to keep their sheep in the pastures. that's true right so there's little there's little stone walls all over the place
0: bodies of water weren't out of limits either streams and little riverbanks and things so it was a very treacherous sort of course
2: and you mentioned ireland that's where this all began
0: yes Yeah, so I would, yeah, I wanted to say even from the National Steeplechase Association that we got to always remember, America is a new country. (laughs) It doesn't seem like that all the time. But in America and elsewhere, the sport celebrates a, a long tradition, again, between man and horse. And today, the sport has grown out of the hunting field, as you mentioned, and tons of athleticism strength sure-footedness oh my oh, yeah. gosh can you imagine the balance required to stay on the horse i feel like my stomach's like <laughs> clenching up
2: just even work out just thinking about
0: it thinking about it but in england her majesty queen elizabeth the queen mother she was an ad- avid fan and participant for more than half a century prince charles has ridden in steeplechase races and in the United States, families that would would be no- names known, they have all raced. DuPont, Mellon, Vanderbilt, Whitney, Clark, Phipps, they have all raced horses. I love that. Well, it does take format. money to
2: be in any kind of horse sport, that's for sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just a lot of equipment and boarding of horses, and yeah, so you usually... Don't see a whole lot of the poor getting to participate in that sport.
0: Steeplechasing is primarily conducted, as we mentioned, in Ireland where it has its roots, in the UK, Canada, the US, Australia, France. There may be some others, but I think those are sort of the ones that are regularly having races. And it's so funny when when you hear of the
2: biggest horse farms here in the states many of them are in Kentucky Mm -hmm. and they'll often be owned by Irish companies that also have a place in Ireland like that's just a very natural yeah horses are big in Ireland and in the south yes and I, I would just say steeplechasing here in our country in America it was developed in the south yeah. And most of the races are still held in the south. Yes. There are they are in other places, but most of them are in
0: the south. Yes. So it's it's up there with other race formats in terms of the accolades and awards. I don't want it to sound like it's a um sort of side race. It is oh, very yeah. much a prominent in in fact there are purses and by purses I mean the um the winnings yeah like the I had to look that up just to make sure that I said it correctly you know 60 percent of a purse would go to the winner and it can be in the you know purses of five million can be associated today (laughs) with steeplechasing so 60 percent of that going to the winner 20 percent to the runner-up and then 10 percent to the third place winner with the rest going to the other racers but yeah the purse is just that total amount of money dedicated to being paid out to the top finisher so yeah five million dollars was the highest that it got to 2013 and it's grown since then and wow there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of money in all this gambling (laughs) there is but you know what i also found in looking into this there is a large kind of passion or heart component to a lot of these races. There's a lot that are conducted by nonprofit organizations. Oh,
2: most of these that's what the
0: Yeah. tickets go to. Proceeds going to right. local or national organizations and so yeah, there's millions of dollars being given out to Sun charitable to
2: children's hospitals yeah. and all kinds of things. Yeah. So yeah, I wanted to pretty cool. be
0: sure to mention that that it's not just for self-gratification and wealth bu- wealth building. Well, these horses, I wanted to mention
2: this, the steeplechase horse is a thoroughbred horse. It's the same kind of horse you're going to see run on American racetracks all over the place. Mm-hmm. In addition to speed, these horses must possess the ability to jump fences, you know, at a, still at a fast pace. Yes. So they're very athletic. They're usually a little older than the horses you're going to see running on the flat track. Okay. And most of them... Have had experience on the flat okay track as well. That makes sense. Steeplechase races are longer races than those flat track races. Okay. So they have to have a lot of stamina.
0: Yeah, and we were kind of joking even before we hit record on this. If you think of it even on a human level, which steeplechasing is sometimes synonymous with just running of the hurdles in track and field races yeah. without a horse... We were joking that <laughs> hurdles would have been the very last track activity Event we would want to. We do. would have signed up for. That seems that you said pole vaulting as well would be.
2: Well, yeah, really I think scary. Both of those
0: seem scary. If I had to <laughs> even choose between those two, though, I think I would still pick pole vaulting over jumping hurdles. It is dangerous.
2: You gotta have some long legs
0: too. Yeah. I so when you that, said so. stamina, and, <laughs> and we mentioned athleticism that's real so yeah there's I think most of the races are this time period the spring yes the March through May we're talking about it right now I came across at least 12 steeplechase races in the south
2: okay let's talk
0: about them so the very first one is
2: Aiken South Carolina is that the mm -hmm. one you found
0: yep and they actually just had theirs this past weekend oh that's right so it's it's already we're quickly moving into april so they've already had theirs just this past weekend they're in is that the northwest part of the state it's near augusta georgia actually. that's right that's right
2: yes so we have many uh steeplechases in april yep April 2nd, Camden, South Carolina has the Carolina Cup races. That's kind of in the middle of the state, not too far from Columbia, South okay. Carolina. Yep. And Camden is also the home of the National Steeplechase Museum.
0: Oh, cool. I didn't so know that.
2: That is in operation uh, from 10 to 4, Wednesday through Saturdays, September to May.
0: Well, that's fun to get both a race and a and a museum, museum
2: in In June to August, their hours are 10 to 3, Thursday through Saturday. So you can also make an appointment, apparently, if you oh, okay. want to go at a different time. But cool. if you're making that trip, cool. hit the museum as well. Maryland has three April races. Um, Go Maryland. I know. My Lady's Manor in Moncton, Maryland two of these are just north of baltimore that one as well as um april 23rd the grand national steeplechase in butler maryland so if you're in the baltimore area could hit those april 16th in columbus north carolina there's the tyron blockhouse races okay as well as middlesburg virginia and charlottesville virginia april 23rd has the Middles Middleburg Spring Races. That one's also close to Maryland, kind of in that west of Washington, D.C. area. Okay. And Charlottesville has the Foxfield Spring Races. It's, um, that
0: sounds fun.
2: I know. <laughs> and it's the home of UVA. So it's just a beautiful area kind of in the middle yeah. of the state. So. Yeah. And I think you had something to say, too, about this one. Glendon, Maryland, the Maryland Hunt Club Cup. I'm sorry. And that's not too far
0: from the Pennsylvania line. Yeah. So it's up there. So that's always the last Saturday of April. And this one started way back in 1894, where the members of the Elkridge Fox Hunting Club challenged the members of the Green Spring Valley Hunt Club to a timber race, the first Maryland Hunt Cup. So the race organizers wanted the race to be run over natural hunting country, that's ridden cool. by amateurs and have no commercial activity. And in 1922, Worthington Valley became the permanent home of the 4-mile 22-fence race course. Since then, the spectacle has grown. It's very family-friendly, apparently.
1: Oh, and that's sweet.
0: yeah, so it's, you know, involves an afternoon of picnicking and tailgating and you know, it's grown in size, of course, but they only have the one race. There's okay, and that's different than some of these. Yeah, others. many
2: of these you're gonna have five or six races in a day. You know, there is the final biggest race, exactly. So, but it's a day of racing,
0: they're four o'clock Eastern local time race is the only race that day
2: the only one but
0: if you were interested in watching that one via live stream you can do that this (gasps) year i don't know if they've done that for several years or not i don't know if that's a covid uh sort of inclusion but the national steeplechase association will show that one on april 30th on their live stream i'll put that link in the show notes if that's of interest to you
2: also, on April 30th is the Queen's Cup steeplechase in Mineral Springs, North Carolina. So that's just south of Charlotte, almost on that South Carolina line. Okay. So I think that's all of our April Southern steeplechases. I
0: wonder if the, wonder if the Queen's ever been to the Queen's Cup. She's come to She's races here. She's come to the Kentucky
2: Derby. Yeah. Um, it's funny when you mentioned her. She seems like the happiest when she is outside like just the times you see her just so joyful and I just believe she's very much an outdoors woman yeah
0: yeah which now seems- she's
2: elderly so she's not getting to ride like but she was riding even at a you know old age yeah. and yeah out with her little corgis and
0: I guess it seems sort of tomboyish so it seems so opposite of what you'd expect a queen uh-huh. to be interested in but a queen isn't a queen except for her lineage so she can't help if she's got a love of the outdoors and she
2: apparently really loves to spend time in their Scotland home yeah I've heard that and I've seen pictures of it it looks like so dreamy to me of just like that hunt lodge kind of feel yeah oh my gosh that's like so dreamy to me (laughs) yeah
0: yeah I love that okay and I would reality. I want to say, as you're going through the schedule, we have a schedule we'll post, too. Oh, perfect. In our show, yes. show notes. So this the, is not going to just be you don't have to take, overwhelming. You don't have to take notes if you're really wanting to know any of this. So May 7th, can we get into the May races? Yeah. Uh,
2: just west of D.C., there is the Virginia Gold Cup in Plains, Virginia. Okay. And then the next Saturday... Here in Nashville is the May 14th Iroquois Steeplechase. So,
0: you know, the world... This is the only one I've been to. (laughs) Well, and again, as I started the episode, the world revolving around me, I thought this was the only (laughs) steeplechase that existed. Well,
2: when you're young, you just think we have the only ones.
0: Well, it, it is beautiful. It's set in Percy Warner Park here in Nashville. And their mission is to... Um, create funds that they can support Monroe Carroll Junior Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt Hospital here, which is a amazing. Very well renowned hospital. We got to actually participate in a tailgating contest three years ago. Can you believe it was already three I can't. years ago?
2: This was so much fun. We got to judge the best tailgating and
0: they go all out. As do I'm sure a lot of these of different races, but this again this is the only one we've experienced firsthand. So, you know, I'm talking about like from chandeliers to furniture. The- furniture <laughs> themes that are on all different The drinks know. and the food were all according to theme. Full bars, bartenders, yes. staff like, you know, staffed cater- bartenders. Catered, you know, with servers i mean and then also the very homegrown looking for sure spots which Which some of their
2: food looked even better
0: right they've got the homemade pimento cheese and deviled eggs and just you know cornhole like you know (laughs) exactly exactly. so there is a, a a wide spectrum but they are one of the races that has multiple races all day long right and so you can be tailgating but you could also go ahead and go inside the the track and see different races happening all day long
2: so. and as with most any horse racing be it just on an american flat track or steeplechasing you have the people that are dressed up and True. making a whole day of it and then you have more of like the hillside yes or you know sometimes the infield of yes. american racetracks where that's kind of more you know people in shorts and t-shirts right. and a lot more casual,
0: but pa- people about that it. probably know a lot more about racing, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe I don't know what being in the in in terms of like, yeah.
2: I would say the people knowing more are dressed up and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. sitting in a seat yeah because they really want to see the race. That's Whereas what I meant. Versus the party is those in that are in tailgating. Or, yeah, right. Yeah just about the party they don't even
0: (laughs) they're like there's a race happening well there is that
2: joke where people will say i never saw a horse it's like oh goodness (laughs) okay but um i will say you know some of this takes planning buying a ticket sure obviously if you're tailgating you're planning a whole setup but boy are these weather specific as far as if it's going to be good or not i'm so
0: glad you mentioned that so glad because i mean think about april showers (laughs) Right? Bring Mayflowers. So that's a real problem. It is. To to navigate. And yes, even into May, you can have some really, really chilly May days. It's yes. really hot May days. That's
2: right. So it's hard to that's maneuver. A- you know, you got to make the plan before you know the weather. And then it really is. If it's a beautiful day, it's going to be the best. Yeah. But if it's messy, just get ready. It's... Yeah. That's why all these rain boots in of many
0: cute colors yes. have come out <laughs> cuz you still got to get out in the mud. Yeah. Right, field chic, but yeah, functional. Do you have any other?
2: Well, the only other one is Fairhill, Maryland, um May 28th, the Fairhill Races. That's kind of in the northeast corner of Maryland, so.
0: Okay. We'll we'll
2: include that one as well.
0: Okay. <laughs> Well, I will mention a couple that are gonna be even in the fall, even as late as November. Oh, so that's that's I interesting that. to me. Yes. But they're they're prominent enough that and and definitely worth mentioning. So Steeplechase of Charleston, which is a tradition that began back in seventeen ninety two. Of course, they start everything before everybody else. I know. <laughs> <I> know. Show offs. <laughs> So their last event was November 2021. So I'm sure they'll have 2022 dates posted soon. Soon, yep. but I, I don't have those exact exact dates. But they have five high stake races at that event, and it's family friendly. And there is one called Cal- um, the Steeple Chase at Callaway Gardens, which is in Oh Callaway Gardens Pine Mountain, Georgia, yeah. which is in the northeast tip of the state of Georgia, and they have again beautiful grounds that you know stunning sort of woodland set up there and they have a foxhound parade
2: oh how cute they have
0: pony races jack russell terrier races a hat contest okay
2: i want to go to this one raffle
0: drawings it's it sounds very fun. Again, I don't have the 2022 dates yet, but I'm sure that they're going we to be posting those. We need to try to go those. to that. That sounds so
2: fun. Soon.
0: So I really liked how they broadened it yes. to beyond just horses. That sounds
2: really fun for kids, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Very much To get so. to participate. Very much.
2: Well, the National Steeplechase Association is the sanctioning body of these mm-hmm. races, mm-hmm. Uh, these jumping races. And so I just wanted to talk just a moment about them as well. They are based in that Fair Hill, Maryland, where I was mentioning that last race of the spring is. They're responsible for licensing owners, trainers, and jockeys. They establish the rules for the sport and organize the entries for the races. They also have, you know, just... Some safety elements they require the jockeys to wear certified helmets and chest protectors and meet stringent crash protection standards to make this safe. Because, with the jumping, uh, we've seen it before where somebody's fallen off, or you know, it's yeah, that's always kind of startling when you see something like that. Um, and for those that are worried, the whips that they use are padded so it protects the well-being of the
0: oh good people chase
2: horses so if it looks like they're whipping them um, it's to know. not like a yeah. as bad as it looks
0: right it's not a slashing yeah yeah, yeah. so anyhow
2: um grateful for that organization that That's does great. so much to keep the integrity of the
0: sport going. That's so good. Yeah. You have to have some sort of governing body <laughs> yeah. to keep things running smoothly in something this old and this large. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so some of you all may have been attending steeplechase races, and some of these are so old, you may be watching from the very standpoint or seat that like your grandparents I know, used that to is sit cool. and watch these races. I would love to know if there's stories out there of people that have been attending any of these or, or one we didn't even mention. You know something that was interesting, I, when I mentioned I had re-listened to
2: Gone with the Wind. Yeah. The song, My Old Kentucky Home, was in that, and it's just those kinds of things that you go, whoa, this is old.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: this tradition is old. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to think about all the generations that have stood where you're standing before.
0: Exactly. Yeah. We love traditions. We do. Well, we hope we've inspired you to um, get
2: the calendar out, pick one of these steeplechases to attend, pack your picnic, and... I guess get your fascinator and rain boots ready just in case we don't know what the weather may bring, but gather your people and go
0: hit the track. That's so good. Lainey, peace be with you and also with y'all. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. It doesn't matter what job you're up against. Works cordless power tools and lawn equipment have the power for you to get the job done faster and easier. The PowerShare 20-volt batteries run longer on a single charge, and they can be used with other tools. Check out Menards' entire selection of Works cordless power tools and lawn equipment. Plus the weekly flyer today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.